three, two, one. Dubcast number five. From Adonai Studios here in Reitzel Beach. This is the Dubcast. What is up, everybody? Sila shouting out to you from the South End. It's Monday, November 12th, and it is a powerful morning out there. Gearing up for a fun week indeed. We've had an awesome swell out here on the beach, and everybody's been having a good time. Yesterday was a super fun day. Surfing it up and hanging out with all the friends. And... Saturday night, we played it Off the Hook. want to thank all the good friends for coming out to Off the Hook. We had a super powerhouse fun show. All the good friends came out danced all night. want to thank Charlie Weatherby for hosting the show. Got to bring out some new tunes that no one's ever heard. So it was a good time at Off the Hook. Morehead City is our favorite town indeed. Big thanks. On the show today, we got Don De Lamont, nationally acclaimed writer and leader of the band Collins Drive. Super fun interview. Don't miss it. I am Sila. This is the Sila Dubcast, where we get together with all the different people involved in the Surf Roots community. All the artists, musicians, high-minded thinkers and philosophers, and the athletes involved in the skate and surf world. This is the Dubcast. We're big up one love and unity. Yes, I am. Big it up! feel like you're out of the loop, feel like you're not knowing what's going on with local events, things going on in the area, you're the last one to know about the show that happened last week, I feel the same way as you, so I've teamed up with Christy, my manager, and we are revamping the C-Law Dub Fan Connection, filling it with all the information for the Low Country Roots. So you know all the goings on in the area. We don't want any more shows to be empty. We want everybody to come on out to the shows, dance it up, live it up, and experience this great music scene we got here. So check us out. See La Dub fan page. We'll be mixing it up, filling it up with all the different musicians involved in our awesome music scene around here. 
Big ups in unity from the dub. C-Law dubs in motion. The winter tour is in action. This week, we'll be at JM's at the JM's Jump Up in Surf City. Don't miss it Wednesday night. Every Wednesday night, it's reggae night at JM's. Starting at 7 o'clock. That'll be November 14th. November 17th, this Saturday night, we'll be at the Emerald Club in Emerald Isle. One of our favorite spots indeed. Everybody will be getting down and the house will be loud. Big ups in Ivory Vibrations. Also, we'll be back in Wrightsville Beach on November 23rd at Banks Channel. Don't miss it as we come out with a brand new set of tunes and some iry vibrations for the winter time and the holiday season. Are you ready? We got a great show ahead. Stick around. Taken back into the reggae history on this day in 1978. A group named Black Ahuru got together to form one of the greatest quintets of all time. Sly Dunbar and Robbie Shakespeare, Don Carlos, Ducky Simpson, and then Michael Rose and Puma got together and formed some of the greatest hits of all time. Guess who's coming to dinner? Stock of Sensimilia, Plastic Smile. Check them out, Black Ahuru, one of the greatest. Also in November 1978, the police put out Aslandas de Moor, one of the great punk rock reggae albums of all time, influencing generations to come. Definitely influenced Sila Dub. Back in 1978, that was the year that the Sunsplash came out in Jamaica in November. One of the greatest concerts of all time were Jimmy Cliff, Bob Marley. Peter Tosh, Bunny Weather, Inner Circle, all kinds of great classic reggae stars got together. Check out the reggae sunsplash. Sila Dubs in full motion, giving iry itations and positive vibrations to all those awesome musicians in the low country who have kept the tradition together all these years. You got a great reggae scene right here in the area. Bands like Signal Fire, Amani, the Give Thanks Band, Zion Roots, Elephant Convoy, Michael Akins. We love them. Big props to all the good friends in the area, keeping the music alive. One love and unity from the dub. got a big show coming. Stick around, y'all.
Do you feel those wintertime blues coming on? The holidays got you down. Feeling that frown. Get up and keep moving around. Keep the vibrations. Keep the sound. Turn up the music. Get outside and run around. People love you. We all love you. One loving vibration itation straight from the dub. Happy holidays. We love you. Stick around. Here comes the surf report. We've had some killer surf the last couple weeks. The outer sandbars have shaped up nice after the big hurricanes. Everybody's been having a good time. We got some big surf coming the next couple days. Looks like it's jumping up. With all this northeast winds. Let's check out the surf report. Here on Monday the 12th. Looks like the surf is just going to be jacking up all day. We got some windy conditions. Super messy out there this morning. It's a powerful morning, but it's not real nice out there. There'll be some windows of opportunity when the tide drops and starts rolling back in. Around 2 or 3 o'clock, we should have a good little window of few swells as the swell jumps up. It's going to be some pretty high winds as it's east-southeast. It's going to blow all night long and jack up the head to shoulder to head high tonight. And if you get the back side of it, tomorrow afternoon should be some killer, killer surf as the east, northeast winds turn west and blow offshore. Should be a nice window of opportunity. Starting about three o'clock as the tide changes around. Looks like it's gonna get real nice. Tomorrow's gonna be a magical day. Looks like it's gonna be three to four feet. Chest head high and macking heavily. So big up scenario vibrations if you're down on the south end, come surf. All right, we got a fun show ahead. Mr. Don De Lamont is on the way. One love. The Dubcast is sponsored by JM's Market in Surf City. JM's Seafood Market. Everything you need. Shellfish, shrimp, awesome fish. Bring it home and cook yourself a killer dinner for the family. JM Seafood Market in Surf City. And don't miss JM's Pub. Supporting all the awesome local music. Check out JM's Jump Up Wednesdays. Reggae every Wednesday night in JM's. And JM's Jam Band on Thursday. Thursday night is jam band night. Come get freaky. Music four nights a week at JM's in Surf City. 
And the Dubcast is also brought to you by Carl Heverly Surf. Awesome. Handcrafted surfboards. From 10 feet all the way down to 5 feet. Killer wave skates. Awesome thrusters. Super fun fun boards. And long boards that you cannot miss. Don't miss it. CarlHeverlySurf.com Alright. Let's get to the next guest. My next guest is an awesome friend of mine. I've known him for years and just a magnificent friend all around to everyone. He's a nationally acclaimed writer and a super rock star frontman. He heads up a little blog called the Southern Brain Fart. Check it out. It's a heavy metal blog that he's had for many years. Showcasing all the fine heavy metal throughout the world. He's interviewed everybody from Guns N' Roses to the lead guitarist from the Scorpions, Anthrax, everybody. And he's got a band called Collins Drive. So without further ado, let's give it up for Mr. Don DeLamont. welcome my friend Don DeLamont. Hey what's up brother Mark how are you? Doing good what's up brother? Oh you know man you know you know how it is in the in these uh in these uh tough and tumultuous uh political times man just rely <laughs> re, re, relying on the love of music and the power of music to try to uh you know cushion the blow for as many people as we can you know. So you actually tune into all that crap. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's funny because I actually live in a part of the country, especially here in Atlanta. Atlanta is a strange place when it comes to politics because while, you know, and I'm sure like it's the same way. Yeah, you know, I remember it being the same way when I lived in North Carolina, you know, like when I lived in Chapel Hill is that you can live in a place where you sometimes forget what the majority of the political climate is when you're, <laughs> when you kind of live in like a little bubble of P or like a, or a community of people that share the same views as you. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. so, so when things are going good, you're kind of like, Oh man, dude, everything's good. And then all of a sudden when, Oh, I'm sorry. I can, I, I, I didn't mean to cuss. Is that, you can cuss air. all you want. This is oh, a okay, free good. podcast. This okay, is a free good. country, baby. <laughs> I, mean, I tell people that all the time, man. You, they can do, they, they can say whatever they want. They, you know, whatever, <laughs> man. They can they can do it naked if they want. I don't That's care. why we're podcasting. We don't have anybody. I know, man. Us. That's what I do, man. But but you know what I mean. So like, but like you know, like I said, like when the shit starts to hit the fan around here politically, all of a sudden, like it's a quick reminder of where you live and i'm like yeah. oh shit i'm in the south man like i am a 
I, I, I like I am a liberal, um, open-minded, you know, pro-choice, LGBTQ friendly, you know, all this like. I'm like, dude, I am a, <laughs> I am a very small, like minority, you know? And so you have to kind of be reminded. So it's like, you're constantly reminded of it. So it's kind of hard to get away from it. You know, when you live in an area like this, where it's so vastly again, it's, you know, the other side of the fence, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, you know, it's a constant reminder that like, a, a, you know, at every red light, I'm behind a car with a Trump sticker on it or like, a, yeah. you know, collecting immigrants here sticker. And I'm going, Oh my God, why? <laughs> you know? So, but you know, like I said, man, back to the, you know, you just, it's why we do what we do, you know, it's why we make music, you know, aside from the, the selfish aspect of, you know, it, it, it's like I said, like, you know, you kind of, when the, when the, when the political climate is leaning in your direction, you kind of don't feel that alienation, but then all of a sudden when, it's on the flip side, you know, and and now you're the kind of majority minority. It's it, it's hard to escape that when you live in a place where you're pretty much a political or, you know, or even like a social uh, minority, you know. So, yeah. you know, that's what I was getting at with that was that that's why I feel like like doing what you and I do and what Bert Ray does and what all our musical friends do you know that's like our that's why making music especially in a time like now is more important than ever because um you know some musicians use their art to wave their political banner or to express their political feelings and thoughts which is totally fine and like I appreciate that. And I honor that a lot. You know, I'm very respectful of that. Like, and I actually admire that, but for me, it's more about, you know, I almost kind of view music as kind of like how, how it used to be in old times of war where like, you know, you want to take, and I'm talking like civil war and things like this, you know what I'm talking about? Like where entertainment was about, you know, taking people out of that climate into a room and then taking them away from it all, even if it was just for like 45 minutes or an hour. You exactly. Know, it's like, I, that's what I'm doing at this point is giving everybody a little escape, you know? That's that's exactly, you know, and I, I, I tell people that all the time. Like I say, I say it, you know, I've been saying it from the stage ever since, you know, you know, I, I won't even address them by name, you know, but the the, the orange goblin one, you know, uh, you know, when, when, you know, when you are at one of my band's shows, like you leave all that shit outside. Right. Like, and that's, that's like, what, honestly, the chaos for me, I've seen the chaos on both sides. I'm smack dab in the middle of it. I see a lot of people that are on both sides kind of taking it full circle to the chaos full mm -hmm. circle to where, um, I see some kind of left wing style stuff that's gone full circle to right wing. And I've seen right wing people go full circle and it's like they're meeting in the middle of the big smash of the heads. And in my opinion, a lot of the working class people that I live around older that have families and kids, 
um, mm-hmm. had a hope. They, they had a hope of their maybe of their financial situation changing, whatever. They they didn't have a lot of love for this crazy guy. This has just like been, you know, they just had the worst of both sides to decide from because, you know, whatever happened, I'm not getting politically involved. But all I have to say is right. I see it from both sides and it's been a clash that's not really necessary. But it's it's like uh, the most the I think the best thing that's come out of all this is this crazy guy has come out and showed us the circus that we live in and created a circus to where people are really standing for what they believe in a lot more nowadays and not taking it for granted. So whatever this guy's done, he's polarized people and people uh, really uh, taken their, their, their true opinion about. But I've seen this thing, this polarization from both sides where they've kind of um, taken everything in full circle instead of kind of really hearing each other's side enough. I think that this the red giant has created that situation where his insanity has kind of inf- infected everybody. But in, in one good side of it, people have uh, sort of taken their opinion a little deeper and a little more seriously now. And so uh, <clears throat> whatever it's done, it's made a lot of people come full circle. And But there's just an insanity to our political system. So for me in the last 10 years, I've just been like, hey, look, I got to love both sides of everybody involved because everyone's really just loves America and wants to make the best. They just all have their own vision of what America should be. It's kind of you got to have all sides and all visions to make America. So for me, I can't. I don't want to get involved anymore. I just want people to really stop being as polarized as they are. You know, the people that are getting ridiculous. But you know, I, I can stop there, and I won't go on anymore. We should talk about what you do and what you're up to and those kind of things. You know. Oh yeah, man. No man. Everything's. You know, like I said. You know, just 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 the sheer power of music is has uh has totally been moving me for the past uh a uh, few years you know with this with this uh new band and everything before we go any further before we go any further i want you to tell people what you do um this is don de lamont and you are uh, a writer a nationally acclaimed writer as well as a musician you got a band called collins drive right right tell them about your um your writing you've done over the years uh first and then we'll get into your band so it's a so I I definitely live like a yin and a yang kind of lifestyle, man. You know, and when, when it comes to being creative like that, um, I for the past nine years I've been running a hard rock um, metal blog where I I kind of you know I grew up listening to that music as a kid, you know. So I always had kind of a passion for you know th- you know hard rock and heavy metal music, you know. And, and when I mean heavy metal music, I don't mean like that screaming death metal stuff, you know, I'm talking like, you know, like the classics, you know, like Black Sabbath and Iron Maiden and Dio and Judas Priest and stuff like that. And, um, but I've always also been really into psychedelic rock, you know, like of the seventies. And um, there's been an uprising of young bands, especially coming from uh, Europe that are, that's, that's pulling that kind of style back into modern music and so all of a sudden you know i started running this blog as a way to just uh try to talk about a lot of these bands that i felt like were being overlooked and somewhere along the line yeah it lasted for this long and like it sprouted wings and um you know i've I've had an opportunity to you know to interview some of my heroes i've had an opportunity to be um um 
to be considered as a, as a site that has actually helped break a couple of vans in, which was always an honor and a, you know, you know, a gift to hear. Um, and so I do that. I, I do, I run that blog. I have, um, I just expanded it. I have a, a co-writer that's incredible who does some work for me. And I have a, a couple of photographers who go and cover, you know, sh- shoot photos and, and in addition to that, I also, you know, I write, I just wrote a book um, that I'm just finishing up now uh, about my life growing up as a heavy metal fan from 1984 to now. It's just How a, cool. Yeah, it's just a collection of essays that I've been writing over the past 10 years or so. Um, and I just took those essays and reread them and kind of rewrote them a little bit so that they would all be in you know you grow in everything you do you know so like the writer that I was 10 years ago or nine years ago is is definitely not the writer that I am now so if I wrote an essay back in you know you know yeah 2009 or something like that I you know it it's gonna sound a little more amateur than what it would sound like now so you know i kind of rewrote them so they would be more of like a consistent voicing you know um so um but yeah so that's what i've been up to and then in addition to that you know playing in my band collins drive where you're a roots rock americana trio and so your um, book what your book is called what your your, your blog is called the southern brain fart fart yeah Where's yeah yeah the blog's called the great southern brain fart and the blog is gonna be uh, the blog is called the great southern brain fart um and the yeah. book is and the book is going to be called southeast of heaven uh cool. yeah so um it, it's kind of a play on words uh there's a slayer album called south of heaven and because okay. i you know mm-hmm. we, we live in the southeast you know i called it southeast <laughs> southeast of heaven you know so um and you uh, have interviewed everybody I, you know, I, I've, I've, I have been, I've, I've had the honor of interviewing everybody from, uh, you know, oh gosh, uh, Jeff Tate from Queensryche. Um, I've interviewed members of um, Alice Cooper's band. I've um, interviewed, so I've interviewed, uh, I've interviewed uh, Jeff Tate from Queensryche. I've interviewed members of uh, Megadeth. I've interviewed, um, uh, Doro Pesch, who's a legendary German heavy metal performer. I've interviewed uh, Bobby Caldwell, who was the drummer from Captain Beyond, and um, who played with Johnny Winterand back in the uh, '60s. Also played with the Allman Brothers. Um, uh, you know, I've just I, I I've just had a really cool experience with just getting to interview and you know sit down and talk to you know artists that are you know, very well renowned and who are classic, but then also talking to artists, you know, such as like people like yourself, you know, who, who a lot of people might not know about it, but who have been in the game for a long fucking time, you know, and that, <laughs> and, and I, and I tend to enjoy those interviews more so sometimes than the big interviews because, those are the people that have stories and those are the people that I get more excited to give coverage, you know, to, because, you know, if, if I hear a band and I fall in love with a band, you know, if, 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 you know, 
like if I like it, I want to talk about them. I want to talk to them. You know, like I'm one of those freak music fans. Like when I love, when I fall in love with a band, dude, dude, I want all the bootlegs. I want all the, the B sides. I want everything. I want all the shirts. You know what I mean? And so like, you know, when I talk to, you know, when I talk to these younger up and coming bands, um, those are my favorite bands because I feel like, you know, you know, there's an incredible band out of Cincinnati called Electric Citizen, um, who's fantastic. And then there's a, another heavy metal band out of uh, Louisville, Kentucky called Savage Master. And I've interviewed both of those bands since they first started. And I've literally watched both of those bands grow up and over the years go on European tours and, you know, put out albums that are that are critically acclaimed you know and that's exciting you know to be able so that's my thing that's what i that's what keeps me doing it you know i it's a passion project it has to be you know but that's the payoff to me is when i get to, to see bands succeed and do well and know that maybe i played a small part in it you know well, I thought it was so hilarious when you uh, did that, had that little feud with uh, our good friend Sebastian Bach. <laughs> I tell you, right, that's my that's my forty eight hours of fame. What were you? You were Zachariah Smith. No, <laughs> Zachariah Harris. Zachariah so, Harris. So, so the story behind that, which people don't always know, and I actually made it public, <laughs> was that. He actually went on my, um, on like my, not my personal Facebook page, but like the Great Southern Brain Farts Facebook page because my personal page is locked down. And he was, and so he was trolling through my photos and in my pictures, uh, there was a picture of me, um, holding a bottle of Zachariah Harris whiskey, which is like, (laughs) The cheapest fucking whiskey. I mean, like, it's like if Jack Daniels is, 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 you know, you know, is like his grandpa, you know, and Evan Williams is like grandson, like Zachariah Harris is like the offspring of like two first cousins, like that had, a, you know, had an affair or something, you know, so it's like it's bottom of the barrel whiskey, but I like it. It's cheap. And so anyway, I'm holding a bottle in the picture and he comments on the picture and he says, he says, why don't you take another shot of Jack, you loser? And I said, (laughs) and I said, it's Zachariah Harris, meaning like it's not Jack Daniels, right? (laughs) well then i think that what he thought i said was like when he called me loser i said it's zachariah harris he thought i was saying my name was so the guy was so stupid he couldn't even see in the photo that there was a bottle of zach so then all of a sudden he was calling me zachariah harris and i was like (laughs) i was so confused but then all of a sudden it made sense you know Uh, and so I even changed my 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 profile name to be Zachariah Harris in case he had to look for me. And it was just it was it was like seriously it was like forty it was like it was like it was like forty eight hours of fame, man. I was I was, it was talking, a perfect storm. Oh, they talked about. Matter of fact, my website traffic increased so so high that day <laughs> that my that my web host actually locked my website down because they thought I was getting. They thought I was getting denial of service attacks. And I said, (laughs) 
and and they were because I mean like my website gets like you know I, I you know I average anywhere from like you know two fifty three hundred maybe five hundred hits a day. I'll get a thousand on a day if I've got like a something big, but like that day that him and I got into it, like it um um the big the, the one of the biggest hard rock websites blabbermouth.net ran a story on it and so <laughs> and so many people went to my website that like the webs the web hosts were like holy shit they shut it down and then they ca- <laughs> they called me and they were like your traffic is through the roof right now and i'm like <laughs> and i'm like what do you mean and they were just like they were just like you literally just had in like the past hour something like 15,000 viewers and i was oh. like and I was like, turn that shit back on. <laughs> you know? Like, you know? And so luckily, even when they turn a site down, you know, they, it still registers the, the amount of hits somebody tries to get to your site. And um, um, that day, I, I think that I, I had somewhere up near like, like. You had how many hits that day? So I think they said that I averaged up to about. I think they said it was like 20, 23, uh, 22,000 hits or something. <laughs> like it was just insane. And then like, and then of course it became like the biggest joke. Like, I mean, it spread like wildflower. I mean, like wildfire all over the place. And people were like at his shows, they were like yelling like Zachariah Harris. <laughs> and, and I, <laughs> and, it was great man and actually they had a uh, one of my blog readers said that he wanted to go to uh the, uh, one of the atlanta show uh, with a t-shirt that said i stand with zachariah <laughs> 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 and it actually th- this is no lie it actually got so bad that um so uh, i was actually forbidden um I've been blacklisted from all of his performances and I don't know how true this is, but I've heard that there's actually even like a photo of me, like, (laughs) like at, like at the door with where the people take tickets. And that if I show up at a venue that I'm to be turned away, (laughs) do not let this guy in. This is criminal. Number one. Dude, like I was just like, which is which is even, you know, because what made it even funnier was I think it was like a few, maybe a month or so later that um I was actually uh, banned from the press list from every Guns N' Roses concert in North America. Really? So, um, <laughs> because there's a whole other story right there. <laughs> well, so. so it was when Axl Rose had that, where he was like the only guy, the only original member in Guns N' Roses, uh-huh. and they 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 had played here in at Atlanta, and like they were doing like a tour of like small venues, and uh, uh, their press people actually contacted me and said, "Hey, would you go um, cover this show?" And I'm like, "You know, just so you know, I mean, I, you know, I kind of have a reputation for just being very honest." And Don you know, tells kinda, the truth kind of you know that's why i started the blog in the first place so i'm gonna write it as i see it and they were just like and the, and the publicist was like yeah I, that's totally fine i respect that you know that's that's fine i was like okay so i went to the show and took it in and boy it was terrible and 
I went home and I wrote a review and basically said that he was like fat and bloated and winded and like couldn't sing and this, that, and the other or whatever. And so, um, fast forward like a few years later, you know, guns, the, the, the big reunion where he did with like slash and Duff. So, yeah. And they were playing the big stadium here. And I was like, you know, I said, I wouldn't mind going to cover that and just to see how it is, you know, see if it's gotten any better or whatever. And so I contact their person and I'm like, Hey, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to go, you know, I'd, I'd like to cover this show. You know I mean? You know, the last time they were here, you know, it was just Axel and it wasn't a great show. And I'd love, I'd, I'd love to be proven wrong. You know, like I heard a lot of great things about that run of the tour and I was like, and she was like, yeah, sure. I'll put you on the press list. Da, da, da. And I'm like, okay, great. You know, uh, two, like the day before the show, she contacts me and, uh, and she says, please tell me you didn't write this in your last review of Guns N' Roses. I was like, what? And she said, and she copied and pasted this quote where I said he was like fat and he, he was fat and bloated and gasping for <laughs> air in between lyrics. And I was like, yeah. I said, I wrote that. And she was like, oh. she's like, oh man. She goes, this, this is not good. I'm like, why? She goes, she goes, cause this review has actually made its way through like numerous, like, <laughs> mem mem like members of Axel's management. And I, and, and I'm, and I've, of course, I'm not going to quote their number because I don't remember if for sure what it was, but I want to say that I thought she told me that six members of his management said that I was forbidden to be on the list for any show in North America. <laughs> oh, exactly. So I was like, Who's so I was, Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I was like, I was like, so what should I do? Just start showing up in like Groucho Marx glasses and a trench coat, you know, and like, you know, whatever. But, you know, but it, it goes back to that whole concept about, you know, you know, some people don't like the truth, you know, and um, well, of course, their management does not like the truth written all over the world. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, 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 and you know, and, and, and to be honest, like, you know, like even in a case like Sebastian Bach, where like the artist doesn't like, you know, and, and, to, and to be totally honest, I can't it, it's not even fair for me to call it truth because it's opinion because, yeah. you know, I mean, like. I called it like I, I call it like I see it, but see, I also t see what, what, what's been beneficial about doing this blog and doing and being this kind of like a relentless, relentless, like unmerciful kind of reviewer, because I've always been a fan of people like Lester Bangs and, you know, the old rock writers who basically like said whatever they wanted to say and didn't give a shit whether or not they got blacklisted from, yeah. a record label and that because the, the guy was just like, you know, I mean, I think it was Lester Bangs that said that the doors were like stupid, like, yeah. uh, like the doors are stupid. You know, listen, you should, you should be listening to the guess who or, or bands like that, who, who, who aren't afraid to be stupid or what, you know what I mean? And like, yeah. and he was I, you know, but like I took stuff like that. Like, oh, and, and even though I didn't agree with him, what I, <laughs> what, what, what made me love Lester Bangs was just that. Was yeah, that? Yeah. I, I remember those. I remember yeah. all the articles. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know all those old cream articles. You know, like you know, like I, 
I, I didn't always agree with what he said or what a lot of rock critics said, but like I always had mad respect for people who stood by their convictions. And so as a musician, what it kind of taught me is that it kind of taught me to kind of remember that, okay, when I'm a musician, I'm on the, I'm on the side that I'm usually throwing the darts at, you know what I mean? And like, you know, either getting a bullseye or you're, totally missing the board you know you know you're throwing a dart at a highly insulated musician who never hears the truth so those kind of things that you're saying um are going to people that are paying you know 50 to 100 dollars a ticket to go see a band play so you got to kind of give them the word up you know if you're rolling in that kind of category and you're guns and roses let's say and you're you put that name out there well you better deliver you know what i'm saying so if you if you're coming out looking like you're overweight and out of it and you better get it together cuz that's people are coming to see guns and roses and it ain't cool to come out even come out without slash but he, they fix that stuff you know what i'm saying oh, what i yeah. thought was what i thought was funny was i also noticed that sebastian bach he did some tongue in cheek something later on where he was kind of like uh le- like taking light of what you said didn't he do something somewhere where he was just kind of it seemed like he was joking with you a little bit you know i don't i don't know because he completely blocked me on on all social media outlets so i have no idea what he said (laughs) if anything but but i remember when i looked into it after it happened and i was like there was something somewhere i was like oh he's he's kind of joking too so i don't know Uh but it just seemed like it was uh some of these uh, highly insulated people just need to, you know, it's okay for what you're doing because it's it's not like you're hitting somebody that's down and out and has been, uh, you know, doing the chitlin circuit. These are people that are expecting a lot for their ticket, you know what I'm saying? And they're trying to, you know. Oh, so. yeah. And, and I mean, and to be honest, you know, like, you know, I mean, as, as, as a, you know, as a writer, you know, my, my thing is, is that, you know, whether or not you are the, uh, the big Guns N' Roses or Sebastian Bach actor, if you're like the small act from Louisville, Kentucky, if you're going to ask me for my opinion on your music and you're going to ask for my honest opinion, like I'm going to give it to you, but I'm also a, a writer. So it's, it's a form of entertainment. So of course there's going to be some snarkiness to it and there's going to be some, some humor to it, you know? Um, well, you're one step away from a, from a comedian. I mean, exa- that, I and, mean, and heavy metal is like that. I mean, everyone's talking shit, you know, it's a little different than the regular world, you know? Oh, so. I mean, I mean, rock, rock, <laughs> rock and roll in general. Yeah. It's is, is like, I mean, like, you know, and I, and I don't mean it in a bad way, but like rock and roll in general is just a big fucking, like, you know, it, it's like a big bag of dick jokes. Do you exactly. know what I mean? Like it totally is, you know what I mean? But like, it's just that some of them are like really good jokes and some of them are just like really horrible jokes that should never be yeah. told again, you know? Exactly. And I mean, but you know, I don't know, you know, but so, you know, but as a musician, it kind of made me remember that like, you know, when I, you know, when my band gets reviews or like when, when my solo stuff would get reviewed, you know, how, how would I take it when I got it? And um, I remember getting a review. I got a review from a solo album once where um, one, one lady out in Asheville said, um, 
you know, Don Delamont, you know, is, is, is a, is a, um, what did she, what did she say? I was like a, I was a preserve preserver of the, of the, of, of, of the old school folk culture, breathing new life into it. And then all of a sudden, like two days later, some dude at UNC reviewed my, the same album and said, he'd rather eat a box of thumbtacks than listen to me sing. Do you know what I mean? Oh, and I thought that was fucking hilarious, dude. Like I laughed so hard. I even actually, and because we were on campus, I actually like sent him a box of thumbtacks with a thank you note, <laughs> you know? And, um, and, 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 and he emailed me back and was like, dude, that's funny that you said, I was like, you know what, man? I was like, music is subjective. When you put your music out, even though it's it doesn't really belong to you anymore, it belongs to the general public, and you're opening yourself up to every ounce and every little bit of scrutiny there is. So you need to decide ahead of time that you've got a strong enough stomach to take whatever comes your way, whether it be constructive, snarky, or just like downright nasty and mean. Which, you know, I'm, I'm not a downright nasty and mean. I'm a snarky guy, you know what I mean? Like, but, like, I try to offer, you know, you know, you know like, I'm not going to say, oh, I don't like this because it sucks, you know? Like, I will go into detail about why I don't like it, you know, and offer my own opinion. So I kind of view that as a musician myself. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, music is so personal and so subjective that you have, right. to, come to, you have to come to a conclusion that, Whatever, whatever size your fan base is going to be, um, there's just going to be a lot of people that are just not going to like what you do. And, uh, and you got to be okay with it. You know, like, right. you, 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 dude, like, even, even on the small level that I'm on, man, like, if I argued with everybody that thought my band sucked, dude, I would, I, I would, I wouldn't sleep for weeks. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, it's like, it's like, okay, cool. You don't like my album, dude. But you know what? If anything, thank you for taking the time to listen to it in order to form that opinion. You know, yeah, like you know, we're all doing you know, we're all doing works, and your work is good. You got uh, some good stuff going on. So, oh man, dude, I love your new I love your new song, man. It's 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 fuck. It's I need to get you on my podcast, dude, so we can talk because. I enjoy, you know, I, well, you know, I, I've been a Selah fan from way back, man, from since I first met Bert, man, you know, dude, I still, I still have my chant on CD. <laughs> holy, holy moly. Look out, dude, I'm going to sell that on eBay, man. I'll probably, I might get like 10 bucks for it. <laughs> That's some original. That's some Dave Bollinger and Burt Ray music right there. I know, man, but you know, like, but you know, you, you've always been, you, you know, you've always been like a soul brother to me since Burt connected us, and and because I think you and I both share, you know, the same opinions and the same passions for just for people and for music and for you know art in general, and and but at the same time, also kind of like what you said, like understanding the importance of, you know you know subjectivity of music and of art you know what i mean and um and so for you to do this podcast is badass i think that's awesome because i think it's a great way for you to get you out there but to also for you to connect was you know like how you started your podcast i think it's a great w vehicle for you to 
get yourself out there and to show your broad interests in people. It's why I started mine because even I've, though, always, I've always wanted to interview people. Meeting you connecting is like, you know, I just want to connect all these cool people I know. Like you are just the, one of the coolest people I know that's <laughs> still involved in a still involved in a throwback music that there's not, you know, I would not say a throwback music, but that kind of folky rock, Neil Young kind of thing that is a dying art in a lot of ways because everyone's kind of got a real new, different kind of sound going on. So for me, I like really respect uh, this kind of thing you're you, you're doing and you being a writer like you are you're kind of like a highly influential character out there so you're like one of the, you were one of my first thoughts when I thought about thought of this podcast I was like okay Don's gonna be one of the first people to interview because I know I can just <laughs> let, I can let you talk and you just talk you know so tell me about your new drummer you got a new drummer and your band is uh, on the move for the winter time you guys got some gigs coming up yeah man so we got we got a brand new drummer he's he's amazing his name is Luis he's a he he's a an incredible drummer he's he, he fits right in with us personality wise and you know you know he's got a warped sense of humor which you definitely got to have in this band and uh you know like but you know He's, he's just fantastic. And, you know, we've got one show left for the year um, on the 17th. We're playing with this, with this really cool cat uh, called uh, Amigo the Devil. He's a, uh, he sing he does murder ballads. Like that's his thing. <laughs> like, I kid you not, man. Like, do you remember when Burt Ray was in his, like, in, when he was like in his yeah. like doom ballad phase? Like this dude, <laughs> do you remember that? Like this is like, this is like all, all he sings. Like it's like all like murder ballads, you know. And like he sings, you know, which is crazy. But like, it's cool shit. It's like something I've never heard before, you know. And I'll send you a link to his album. But anyway, we got asked to open for him, so that's going to be our first big, like our first big support show. At, you know, where we're supporting a national touring act. So where's that um, at? That's at the Masquerade here in Atlanta. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so we're we're really excited about that. But um, after that, man, we're gonna be woodshedding it for the for the winter, um, and then through Christmas, and then uh, we're gonna be in Raleigh in February to play the Guitar Town. Um, uh, it was it's the Guitar Town Music Showcase at the Poorhouse. So, oh, cool. Um, yeah. So. Uh, you know, and then and then we're gonna be making the rounds. You know, f- you know during the summer we're gonna try to get out to Chapel Hill again. Um, try to get out to Charlotte. Try to maybe make it out to uh, uh, Winston Salem, Asheville. You know, just try to make the rounds, man, and just try just try to kind of spread the music around and 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 play to some cool people that you know, you know, play to some people we don't know. Like we love. Well, our, I got some great know, spots here. here. Oh, see, man, and that's. We'd love to have Collins Drive or just Don De Lamont. As soon as I get my place finished and remodeled, I want you to come down here in, in the in the summer. And uh, we got some good little spots like you and Bert could come hit for sure as a duo. Or dude, I would I would love that, man. Because you know I'm actually you know I actually still do solo shows as well. You know, so you know like well you know when it's something that's a little more like you know the band can't travel or can't make it or whatever you know like you know i usually go out and i'll you know rep represent the band and do a solo set or whatnot you know and so man i'm 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 down man i'm down okay how are you guys guys doing over there by the way after all the craziness okay you guys are okay and rebuilding i hope you know you know we're doing all right i'm i'm living in a 10 by 20 apartment that's like a tiny little uh 
small space on the beach that we can remodel this whole house. So we're living like uh, very primitive for a while, but we live on the beach, so it's not bad. And life is good here. So uh, it's just a remodeling situation that, we, that will start in January. So Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So right now, in a camp, it's almost like we're in a camper. Like we just turned our little, uh, we have a giant washroom that we turned into a, a cool little mini apartment and uh, we put a big loft in it. And uh, we've, we have, it's actually a lot of fun because we're like out in nature all day long and we're under the stars and I surf every day. And that's all, you know, we're all, we're in the beach, on the beach. We've had the house for literally a de- half a decade, you know, like not, and we had the house for, I'm sorry, for 45 years. So, right, right. Yeah. Like, um, you know, that's that's like uh, it's fun living here. We're good. So anyways, what's your album, the Collins Drive album that I have? What is that called again? So the so the new one that we just put out is called This Town of Mine. Um, this Town of Mine. That one. That one's the one that just came out in September that we're um, that we're yeah. pushing hard for. So, um, you know, so this we're uh, we're we're really excited about it. And it's good. And like I said, like, even though it doesn't have the new drummer on it, it's a. Uh, it, it's yeah, something I'm yeah I'm more proud of this than anything I've ever done. You know, it's 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 a, cool. it's a great it's a you know it's you know it's very rare that I listen to my own stuff and go, wow I'd listen to that. <laughs> well, you've come out of your shell in the last couple albums, and uh and and I know Bert's giving you some advice to set yourself free a little bit, and so I I think that this music has come a long way in the, in over the years. So oh. as a frontman, you were killing it. So I want to want to check out your album Collins Drive, um, and I want um, everyone to come check out your show at the Masquerade if you're in Atlanta. That's on what what's the date? That's on November seventeenth. We go on at eight o'clock. And you're opening up for the Psycho um, <laughs> Amigo Amigo the Devil. <laughs> amigo the devil so you that's gonna be amazing i got you gotta get all kinds of footage of that oh it's gonna and, be uh, fun man you will we'll, we'll probably do like a facebook live broadcast of it so it'll be it'll be a lot of fun man we're looking forward to it man i'm gonna have you on many more podcasts you're like a brother for another from another mother and we love you i want to i want to be at a grateful dead show with you soon and, dude you gotta you make it happen man us. you gotta make it I happen haven't seen the grateful dead in the hunt. i haven't seen the grateful dead since the old days when we used to go see the grateful dead but you guys are always at those shows it's funny so. we've been trying to get, get you together. we've been trying to get you out man journey. it's been a you know <laughs> long time i want to thank you for all those good vibes you've uh, sent our way over the years and we're going to get together with the trio soon, you and Burt Ray, and and jam some tunes. And uh, Oh, we totally need to, man. We totally need to make it happen, man, without a yeah. doubt, dude. Without and, uh, a doubt. And we'll be checking you out on the Southern Brain Fart soon. And we love you, Don. Man, I love you too, man. Big love, as always, to you and Kirby Girl and everybody over there in the dub camp. And, uh... And uh, man, just keep me keep in touch as always, brother. You know how to find me. Okay, I want to get on your podcast, and we'll talk to you soon. Now I'll, I'll be interviewing you real soon because you're the best. Dude, sure. you the, you're <laughs> all right. Big love. Talk to you soon, bro. All right, we made it through another one. Dubcast number five. I want to thank Don DeLamont for tuning in with us. 
That man is awesome. Check out his band, Collins Drive, and the great Southern Brain Farm. Very interesting friend indeed. We love you, Don. Thank you for your time. Hey, if you're up in Surf City this week, Wednesday night, we'll be at the Jump Up at JM's. Reggae every Wednesday night. We're starting at 7 o'clock. Say my dub is jamming it up. Full vibration. Irritation. And then Saturday night, we'll be in Emerald Isle at our favorite e-club. All the friends, come on out. Let's take over the spot. Let's turn the party out. Come on out. It's going to be fun, fun, fun. Alright, we love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Big love and unity. See you soon. The Sea Lot Dubcast is brought to you by Carl Heverly Surf. Check out Carl Heverly's fine handcrafted surfboards made in Emerald Isle, North Carolina. Everything from five foot fun wake skates to 10 foot longboard high performance. Carl Heavily Surf in Emerald Isle. Check them out at carlheavily.com. Also, JM's Market and JM's Pub in Surf City. We give mad respect to JM for supporting the music four nights a week. We'll be at JM's Jump Up this Wednesday. Jam Band on Thursday. And live music every Friday and Saturday. That's JM's Pub in Surf City. And come on down to JM's Market if you need some seafood. He's got everything you need. All right, thank you guys for tuning in. We love you. One love and unity from the dub. We'll see you soon. Sea Dubcast is an out of my production. Check us out at sealadub.com. Come say hi to me on Facebook. One love.